0: What's up, guys? Welcome into the Bruise on the Balcony podcast. We're recording from the St. Louis, Missouri studios, from thetapsports.com. Alongside Nick Yale, I'm TJ Weber for another, well... Riveting show, today. Riveting show. Riveting show. In this uh, this big, big week, Nick.
1: And we're at the crowded studio today.
0: Yeah, we got a lot of people in here. We have Connor, who's now uh, chilling, waiting for his segment, which is going to be called Friday Flicks.
1: Friday Flicks. He's going to break down
0: one of the new movies that he's seen. Kind of give, you know, some of his, you know, not even hot takes, just like... Just straight facts straight about the movie fire. that he knows. This guy doesn't mess around. He's a professional. But let me tell you something. He's got these great fun facts. He's got a score. He's got a review. He's going to be writing for us on FromTheTapSports.com, dot com. Throwing right. in some comedy bits too. It's going to be great. Go. This there guy's going to be a big part of this thing.
1: We got a we got a photographer in here too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like am um, I don't know. I'm in Hollywood or something. I'm like some kind of big deal. I hear. are well, not. So if you hear a little in the background, it's just you know, it's a paparazzi coming in.
1: We needed some new pictures for the website. They said,
0: oh, my God, TJ Weber. We finally know where he's going to be. TJ, oh my TJ
1: God. was like, I need a new profile picture. I've been dying one for months. Yeah,
0: so I got all dressed up. Look at you. You're you're Well, you're supporting a, a great company. Supporting the sponsors. Which no free ads yet. We won't mention at this moment, but you are supporting a great company. I'm wearing a polo, so I dressed up a little bit better than you are.
1: Yeah, you put the collar on there making me look bad. Yeah,
0: but I did go black hat, navy blue shirt, which doesn't really work usually but i i kind of pull everything yeah, off that's so. that's
1: clashing colors right there yeah that's clashing they tell you not to do that in the fashion fashion world but we're not about that here
0: there's a reason we don't do more video like we don't do straight video show like a tv show is because we're, we're ugly uh, we just i do mean audio. i look great you look like uh, shit not, not really i, I
1: you got the dad bod rocking you
0: know well the dad bod works we've already been over this this has been a topic we've been talking about before so you can't just come at me like that and act like you know what you're talking about it doesn't it's been work. a proven commodity doesn't work. I don't know about that. 3148778597 is how you can get involved with the show by going to our voicemail inbox or you can follow us on Facebook. You can search Bruce in the Balcony Podcast at Balcony Bruce Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, you can listen to us, Nick, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Tune in, SoundCloud, everywhere. All over. Except for uh what's the one that doesn't like us? Spotify. Spotify. They like to charge. You gotta you gotta pay for that. Yeah. So, so we're good. That, Go to the other five that we just mentioned, just about <laughs> That's Spotify. plenty of options to listen we got top topics, though. we got Connor coming up with uh, the first segment of Friday Flicks. We will also have Think Quick Nick. And once again... Uh, best segment. Yeah. I don't know if it's a best segment. It's a quick one. It's like, we want to give a you know, little sample size of you and then get out. Like, yeah. Because people don't want too much of Well, Nick. it's
1: still your show, so... Would you
0: just drop that? I mean, no. it's been like a running joke for like three months. Yeah, it's still I funny. I changed the name for you. Apparently, I bought your car that's going to get hit by a limb outside. It is. Yeah. Tree's kinda... that,
1: that limb is about to fall trees falling down outside then i'll sue you you don't have to sue me it's not my place i can sue
0: i rent it i don't own it
1: the apartment complex we won't mention their name yeah you can do what you (laughs) want
0: i mean that's up to you but i'm not involved in that neither is the show we just do the show here all right it's uh it's time for top topics nick and uh we're gonna leave out the nba draft and we'd like to be honest with the audience it's because we're recording this on Wednesday night, so we don't want to lie about who's going where because we have no idea. Not a clue. And you're already going to know it by the time you listen to this.
1: We could make our predictions and then act like we were right or wrong. And they'll listen to it and they'll be like, Michael Porter Jr. didn't go first I got overall. a good idea.
0: Let's just name Porter for the first 10 picks and whatever he is will cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think he'll go to the Kings. Nah, maybe the Nets. I think he'll go to the Bulls. I think he'll go to the Knicks and just keep naming like all teams until we get it right. Until we we'll get it right. It until we get 100% right. I like it. Then we become NBA experts. All right. Uh, so we mentioned the NBA a little bit. The big story is Puma coming out of nowhere. You know, you hear about Nike, you hear about Adidas, you hear about Jordan. Well, Puma's coming out of nowhere and signing three of the top 10 yep. draft picks projected for the NBA draft signs Ayton, Bagley, and Porter Jr. to multi-million dollar shoe deals. Puma, all of a sudden, now becoming a big name in the NBA. Do you think they'll keep growing, or it stops with no these guys? I no idea.
1: That's, Puma is like that brand when you're in grade school. Everybody wanted to rock Nike. Nike some Shocks. Pe- some people rocked Adidas. Reebok wasn't really a, a great brand, but now they're kind of coming back. But mm-hmm. Puma, Puma was like the soccer cleat brand. Yeah. Were there any other shoes? Like, you never see basketball shoes for Puma, which is why I find this so interesting. Mm -hmm. And not only do they sign one of the top guys, they sign three of probably the three biggest names in this NBA draft to multi-year deals. And I think Jay-Z is also involved with the uh, the Puma brand. Correct. So, yeah, they're kind of making a big push here with these NBA guys. Smart move, I mean. Oh, my
0: God, yeah. Well, and you throw, like, these young guys, 18, 19, 20-year-old guys, millions of dollars. You're going to get a pretty good well, opportunity wa- to sign him, You know what I mean?
1: what there? obviously we won't know, but what did Nike offer? What did Adidas offer versus what
0: Puma offered? Because Or did they offer too late? Maybe Puma was the first yeah, yeah, one I and don't they know. said, we're going to be loyal well, to you guys. Well,
1: Michael Porter Jr., for instance, from following him through high school and then college, he's worn Nike all the way through, mm-hmm. and now he switches to Puma, which is interesting. There are some people on Twitter saying, oh, he should stay loyal to his brand that he's been with. Eh, who cares? If Puma offered you a better deal, you go with them, like with whatever – it's whatever's giving you the most money.
0: Whoever throws me the most money and the quickest and says, we're going to lock you up for like 10 years, I'm all about it. Bring but it NBA, on. The NBA is all about the I shoe I wear a New Balance for the rest of my life. I don't care. You offer me multi-million dollars for Why are you hating years? on New Balance? There's nothing wrong with New Balance. Just no, that, that
1: was throwing shade at New Balance. Okay, name
0: one NBA guy that wears New Balance shoes.
1: Well, I, I can't, but I'm Thank saying. Thank you very like, much. You, I rest you have my Nike case. and Adidas at the top, and you're like, oh, New Balance.
0: Well, that's kind of the first stop, one you think stop of. Stop
1: throwing shade at New Balance. You know why?
0: Because in middle school, I wore, so it was like. My uncle's or my grandpa's old New Balance shoes nice. because I didn't have any shoes. We hadn't gone shoe shopping yet. So for a week, I wore white New Balance shoes. You had shoes the Father's Day 6.0s on. With the white N on the side <laughs> yeah. outlined in just crap green. It was bad. I, so I, since then, I never liked New Balance. I
1: saw on Instagram that that meme on uh, Father's Day. The fa- get your Father's Day 6.0s. And it's just a white New Balance with the white
0: N on there. Father's total, Day 6.0s. Total dad. You-
1: Sketchers. Dad, Dad's wear Skechers a no, lot. No, that's
0: dude. always like I feel like Skechers is like a middle school, elementary school shoe. You know what I'm saying? Well,
1: it's got the arch support though for when you're older and you need the and you have back problems.
0: You know, we're hoping to get some, hopefully, some NBA players on this podcast one day. Maybe we should start, uh, even though we do hashtag no free ads. We should push them to either wear New Balance or Skechers and just see what everybody <laughs> else does.
1: That's gonna be yeah. You forget Nike, forget Adidas. Here comes
0: Jordan Bardet with New Balance. And I was like what? LeBron starts laughing at him. What are those? Like what on the court, are those? yeah. That'd be kind of funny to do. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Puma, so big, Puma, big time, uh, big time moves in the shoe world, Nick. They did. So another thing I saw today, you know that Leangelo Ball got kicked out of UCLA back in the day. I'd say back in the day, it's like less than a year yeah, ago. Yeah,
1: he was stealing over in China
0: for from Gucci and Versace. Leangelo Ball did a commercial, Nick. How so, about that? So he did a commercial and it poked fun at him stealing something. Or they said, actually, on their thing that this deal is a steal. And nice, Ball looks at him, nice. and he goes quiet, and he goes, Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. And obviously it's all played, but I thought it was very interesting. Would you like to hear the commercial? Let's hear it. Okay. What's going on? This is Reggie Coase here to tell you about the new one-and-done t-shirt collection from Foot Locker.
1: What's going on, my guy? What's up, Reggie? Leangelo, these limited edition tees are only available for just one day.
2: Yes, Reggie. Then they are one and done, just like me after playing overseas. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. But Leangelo, tees like this must be expensive. No, Reggie. These tees are available for a one-time price of just twenty nine ninety nine. Wow. Now that's an absolute steal. Oh. Sorry. Um. I I didn't mean. I, I meant Awkward. the price is so good it must
1: be criminal.
0: <laughs> Awkward as. Hell. Anyway,
1: what are your right now?
0: So anyway, that's that's their cheesy cornball
1: so, commercial. So
0: they put this out. I mean, are you shocked that they would joke about this this early? You know what I mean? Like this. No, you got to play to what's relevant. I know, but it's a little too. Nah, I don't yeah. know. I'm, I think it's hilarious but as long as he's
1: cleared of all wrongdoing or served his time, whatever his punishment was. True. There's no legal issues going on. It's fine. I think it's it's playing it up, yeah. laughing it off.
0: Three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven is our voicemail inbox number. You want to give your thoughts on any of those topics, or you can tweet us at Balcony Bruce Pod on Twitter. But Nick, that's a hot top. Topics. That's top hot topics. topics. Yeah, that's hot, hot tater top topics. So I'll do it for top topics. So we move into a discussion that you and me have had off air about one of those things that w- we like to debate on the show. We like to kind of give our two cents whether it's about sports, whether it's about just everyday life.
1: Yeah, and most of the time I'm right and you're wrong.
0: I don't know about that. I don't know who's voting on that. There's no voting about who's right and who's wrong, but we all know who's more right than than you. It's me.
1: Okay. <laughs> good, <laughs> good, good, good recovery there. Nice, so, nice uh, comeback.
0: So we've been talking about you know the debate about would you rather go to a game? It, it can be we, – we mentioned baseball, but let's say baseball, football, basketball, whatever. Would you rather go to a game mm-hmm. but, or – Stay at home and watch a game in the you know in the comfort of your own home. So that means you get restroom for free. Well, Only get it for free there too, but you don't have to. <laughs> you, have to you have to pay ten cents. To it use, doesn't cost to any nerves. It doesn't cost any frustration. I guess you could say you don't have to pay for food. You got your food here. You got everything available. You got the nice, comfy couch. You can lounge out on a recliner. You can chill. I do whatever see where, you want. I see where you're leaning towards. What do you think? I want to know about yours first.
1: Well, it's different between the regular season and playoffs, first off. And it's different depending on which sporting event regular you're Regular season at.
0: game. Totally regular season regular game. Regular season game. And I think it depends on the sport, but I I'll let you go depen- first. I
1: think it depends on the sport. If Obviously, if your team's good, you're going to want to go to more games. If your team's bad, obviously, you're not going to really want to go to the games. But if it's a, I think you can be on either sides of this. Like you said, your couch is great. The beer in your fridge costs you... $12 for a 30-rack at the store
0: versus... $12? Where'd you get in a 30-rack at?
1: Uh, it may, College it may, it Town? Maybe may $16. As is that Mizzou a, thing? Yeah, it's a natural light. For 12 bucks. Hashtag Jesus. Hashtag no free ads. All right. It was a 4th of July sale. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it costs you a $20 bill versus you go to the game, and that maybe gets you two beers. Mm-hmm. I think they're like $9 down at Bush. Yeah.
0: I think they are twenty five. Similar 25 pri- Similar
1: prices at, at Enterprise Center. So my first answer would be to sit at home, watch the game on the big screen TV and have your free food and beer there. But once in a while, it is fun to go with some friends. If it's Friday night, go Mm -hmm. to a game. Baseball, all depending on which city you're in. Okay. And depending on the stadium you're in. All right. Because Bush Stadium is a great stadium, but do I want to be there on a Saturday night or Saturday afternoon when it's 104 degrees and the heat index is 107? Absolutely not. That's a good point. However, if I was in Colorado – at Mile High Stadium where it's much cooler, much more enjoyable. See for me, the it's Rockies aren't as as good as the Cardinals typically are, but nonetheless, I would take uh, a lot of factors into consideration when you're determining w- whether or not to go to a game.
0: I think I agree with you on baseball where I would definitely want to go to the game if the weather's cooperating. I've been out in 102 degree weather before the Cardinal game in the out in right field with the sun blaring down, worst brutal, experience ever. Brutal. And you want to talk about Making drinking beer a chore. Like, once you order a beer there, if you don't drink that within 15 minutes, you're struggling. I mean, because that beer well, when is getting you, hot.
1: Well, and you're not going to want to drink a beer when it's
0: 102 100, degrees. I know. You're degree. trying to enjoy yourself, though, and then drinking beer in the hot sun is fun if the beer stays cold. You know what I'm saying? If you're drinking it fast enough, and if there's a little breeze, you breeze well, yeah, out there. Yeah, if you don't feel like shit out If it's just if you straight heat and you're, you feel like the biggest piece of crap, ever. oh, it's just so bad. So, I agree with you with baseball. NFL football, hands down, I mean, I want to go to one or two games here and there. Hands down, though, want to be home, have a red zone in front of me, have all the main games up in front of me. I got fantasy going. I got the pool going. I got a bunch of stuff going. I got DraftKings going on. You got a million things available right in front of you with the touch of a button. It's air conditioned. You got beer. You got your snacks. You got whatever you want. NFL football, to me, is perfect in the middle of just 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 you and the TVs. That's all you need, and some buddies.
1: Hockey, hockey th- live, I, every li- live every time. Live every time. time. Got to be in there. Yes. Got to be in, in the arena.
0: Unless, be- and, if it's too expensive, you go to like we did this for the me and my dad did this for the Blues playoff run when they lost in the Western Conference Finals to the Sharks. You go like for the Blackhawks series to the same bar. Every game with your buddies. Oh man! And you—it's a yeah. blues bar too. Some of those so watch, some of those
1: watch parties are a lot of fun. Yeah. But like, you, depending on the ticket price, it it could determine whether if you're in the nosebleeds or you know down low. Mm-hmm. If it's Enterprise Center, I don't think there's a bad seat in, in that place. No. And if you can get the cheapest ticket to get in the doors, whether it's standing room only, or you know a nosebleed ticket, it's still going to be a fun time because mm-hmm. the thing with hockey arenas. And I've never been to an NBA game, so I can't speak for that. Yeah, I haven't either. But then being enclosed versus a, a baseball stadium or a football stadium, much larger, that just close in, compact uh, feel with all the fans there, and just the the great visibility for any seat in the house is awesome. And those places get loud. I was down in Nashville a couple of years ago when Blues took on the Predators. I heard that's a good best, venue. Best sporting event I've ever been to because it's deal. ever. Yeah. Really. Well. You've been to a World Series game? I've never been to a World Series game. Uh, some of the Cardinals playoffs games were fun, but
0: Blues playoffs are the best too.
1: F- purely from being a fan standpoint, it's shaped like a uh well it's it's shaped for a concert venue. So the amount of noise that they're pumping in there, you know, with the fans going nuts and and just all the production aspect that went into the Predators, you know, being their home arena during a playoff game was insane. And and that they did a really great job. And I think hockey overall does a great job with the in-game experience, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to playoffs. You saw some of the stuff Vegas did during the playoffs. Oh, they knocked it out of the park. And, oh man, I mean, and they it, knew it, it too. It is, I mean, lost, it is Las Vegas, so they give them an, up, an upper hand. But I mean, even Washington had a great pre-game ceremony. And as there's well.
0: the, nothing beats the pre-game like chills down your spine. Oh like, yeah. Whenever the Blues like we we go to a playoff series, and this is the one that we lost. I mean, I want to say it was like I'm bad with the years. Like 2009, when we lost to Vancouver in the first round. Like got right. our asses beat. We were down like 3-0 or 3-1 or whatever it was, and we were back home. I th- I, we might have got swept that series, too. I really don't remember. But I was at that game that we were like down 3-0, and that place was loud as shit. And, there, I mean, sp- I, my, my spine was still tingling. I mean, I had just, just this great feeling about being a Blues fan, even though we just got our asses beat the entire series. It was just such a cool environment to be in.
1: I would say, going back to football, college football – it could go either way. See,
0: I'm on TV only for college football. Well, Man, I, I, I take I, that t- back. T- I, you, I went to an Ole Miss-Texas game, and that was out-of-this-world fun. The
1: thing with college football is you have the – and the, in football in general is you have the tailgating atmosphere, which is unlike any other sport, baseball, hockey, or basketball. Sure. The, the tailgating atmosphere really adds to it, So, especially if you like went up to Green Bay for a game. But I remember being in uh, at Faroe Field down in Columbia, Missouri, for Mizzou and Georgia, mm, Missouri's yeah. first game in the SEC – And that place was legitimately shaking when Missouri came out. That's cool. And had for the opening kickoff. That was – and same thing when they uh, defeated Texas A&M to go to the SEC East Championship a couple years later. I mean, and then storming the field. That's one of those instances you don't really get to do in any other sport, especially pro sports. Mm -hmm. The whole storming the field aspect, be a part of at least one of those. If you can ever make it to a basketball game or 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 a college football game, that's uh, where an undefeated or a lower ranked team beats a higher ranked team or an upset happens where they storm the field that's one of the coolest experiences
0: and something you'll never forget yeah you know for, for me like college basketball I think now that I'm talking about this what I mean by certain sports is like if I'm a fan of the sport not just one team like I'm a fan of all like this the, watching the product so like the NFL if I went to like the Rams game you know back in the day when they' were in St. Louis um, I would be checking scores all the time on my phone for fantasy. That's why I enjoyed the game, but I also wanted to see every other game. Same with college basketball, especially during the tournament, you know what I mean, or one of those big rivalry weeks. I want to sit there on my couch and watch Duke, North Carolina. I want to watch Ohio State. I want to watch whoever's on at the moment, and I don't want to be at one game and... It'll be fun, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that that has
1: changed for our generation too because generations ago you didn't have the internet, you didn't have the the access to different games like you do now on TV and on demand and on your phone and all these extra things where you can watch five, six, seven games at once now and have all these new luxuries Mm -hmm. being at home versus that game, that experience you get at the game. You know, in the old days it was like you sit down in front of a, you know, sometimes not even a color TV and huddle around or even – even before that listening on the radio versus going to the game you know the ga- the in-game experience nowadays they have to try much harder and do a lot of things to really draw fans there
0: 3148778597 is our voicemail number we want to know what you think would you rather sit down on the couch order a pizza you know get Uber Eats another shout out and uh, and get you know just, DoorDash. Have, just just enjoy the game in the comfort of your own home with your buddies chilling would you rather be rowdy at the game with the other fans, and hopefully see one of those historic moments, which, you know, like I said the other day, I was lucky enough to almost see, almost see Michael Waka. Almost. No hitter. He
1: left the stadium. He can even use a different came, ticket to come back. back in. Yeah, that's and unfortunately, dedi- didn't, that's dedication.
0: Didn't, still didn't work out. Nope. But again, 314-87-7597, or tweet us at Balcony Bruce Pod on Twitter.
1: we want to take a moment to uh, recognize Cardinal Nation 24-7, one of our uh, podcast partners, TJ. They're, mm-hmm. uh, if you're looking for a Cardinals podcast, these guys – are excellent. They have a uh, great knowledge about the Cardinals and especially being here based in St. Louis. If you want Cardinals knowledge, check those guys out. Cardinals Nation 24/7 over on Facebook. I don't know, I think they put out about one one a week. So we're doing one three a week. we're doing three a week here. They're doing one a week, which is great. Uh, a lot of a lot of Cardinals topics going on right now, especially with all the injuries that have happened recently to St. Louis and with the All-Star game coming up. Couple guys, couple Cardinals are going to be eligible to make those all-star game rosters. So if you're looking for a good podcast, if you're interested in baseball, definitely give those guys a, uh, a follow over there on Facebook, Cardinals Nation 24-7, Cardinals Nation 24-7. Just search that on Facebook. Give them a like. Subscribe on their podcast. Some great guys.
0: And also make sure you uh, like their page. Got yeah. almost 12,000 followers doing great. Big-time Cardinal page. All the fans getting kind of into it too together, having good discussions together about the team. You know, they kind of update people on the news. Of the Cardinals maybe just kind of a more laid-back type of news right. source for the Cardinals too, like a, like, a
1: like a fan vibe, you right? Know right.
0: It's like a fan board, basically, right? You know, so that's that's our number one spot for the Cardinals. Again, that's a Cardinals Nation twenty-four-seven. Nick, I'm very excited to uh, introduce this new segment that we have. I, I want to say it's going to be every week, but there's a lot of movies out there, but there's only so little there time. Are a lot of movies. There, there's so much. There's only so much time you can actually have to go watch those. But we have a new guest in studio is going to be a regular now. Connor, my buddy, coming in, being our movie Connor, guy. Connor, my buddy. And I yes. That, well, that's, that, that's not that, my buddy's not his last Connor, name. Connor, my buddy. Yes. But that's Connor Tate is now in here uh, almost every Friday, possibly yeah. every other Friday. But uh yeah. We're gonna do a little movie reviews with him. What what he's seen, fun facts about that movie, his take, his score. It's like we're some kind of professional movie podcast now. We're not, but well, we'd like to say like we it. are. I think it's we pretty like good. to watch movies. Yeah.
1: We had our movie bracket out. Yeah, miracle so, one, right? Which I predicted.
0: Okay, you, well, there's also collusion. You told people to vote for that, so now, I don't know if there, you there were was, really there
1: was there was no collusion.
0: All right, anyway, let's let's that, let's welcome that, Connor that, that's to the a, show. That's a let's, give, let's give him a round of applause. Connor, welcome to the show, big dog. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Here, uh, I, I honestly, I, I'm pumped up about this because I've known Connor since what? We were three. Oh, at least. Two years old. Pre-school. Nick, would you no, move I'm the mic? Together. Nick, you're a terrible producer. Move the mic up to it. Thank you very much. Okay, there we go. But okay. Me, there we go. Sorry,
2: but, I'm a I'm a rookie at this. Oh, so, he's a rook, But
0: again, Nick is no didn't do cool. his job. He's part time producer. He didn't do the producer part of it. But Sorry. me and Connor have known each other for a long time since preschool. This kid has known movies, and we've always been quoting movies since you know the day we were born. Basically, I mean, literally all yeah. our inside jokes are, are movie quotes. All of them. So we're, I'm pretty excited to have to have you here. You just saw Incredibles too.
2: I did. Um, I was a really big fan of it. Uh, the first one, obviously, you know, all of us growing up, that was Pixar, Disney, all of that. We that was that's all that we, we watched growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it was uh Peter Pan, or you know, we watched Lion King, or even just the first Incredibles that came out in 2004. You know, we all love those cartoons, and we will watch them until we're ninety, hundred, and we'll even watch them when we're dead.
0: Yeah. No, and it's gonna be one of those things where you consistently. It's you say Pixar. My light's going crazy over here, but you say Pixar is one of those. You know, as a kid, that you remember watching over and over the same movies because they're so good of and yeah. they're all consistent. Now, Incredibles, the first one—I haven't seen the second one yet. Have you seen it yet, Nick?
1: I have not. Sorry, seen, still working with I, two yeah, mics. I have not seen the Incredibles two yet. I saw Incredibles one though. Yeah. hey so. Was I, good, I would and I'm say a big and I'm a big fan of Pixar overall.
0: Everybody in this room has seen Incredibles the first one. Yes. So at the end of it, if I can remember, you know, they all figured out that they they got away from what, what was his name syndrome. And they ended up having uh, some mole guy hop up and like, "Hey, you want to go?" You know, and then then they were like, they all looked like they were going to kick his ass, and then it went black. See now,
1: now are you? uh, It's been a while since the first one came out. Right? Do you see if there's a new a sequel coming out? Like Toy Story three comes out, do you see Toy Story one and two again before you hit the theater so you remember what you know? That's a good idea. Was I, going I wasn't
0: going to because I still have it in my mind. Like I told you this, I don't process things that normal yeah, people yeah, do. I don't. process movies and things no. that don't matter. I love that I have that, but right. if I you said, tell me what two times two is, it probably takes me
2: five seconds to yeah, think it's five, about it sometimes. It's five, right? Yeah, five. five but that's yeah. what exactly right. Connor, do you do that? Oh, of course, I absolutely do that no. all the time. I, my head is just full of movie quotes, uh, things that don't really matter and uh, how much protein I can fit in my daily schedule, <laughs> that's so that's pretty, pretty much a day in the life of me. That's so. hashtag
0: America right there, though. Yeah. That does nothing wrong with that, that's I don't think. It,
2: yeah, pretty patriotic, that's for sure, just so in the bush light. You go into Incredibles 2, what were what were your expectations before you saw it? Well, I wasn't really sure what to expect. Um, I, I knew it was going to be good, you know, even if there were a lot of plot hole issues or maybe uh, the story was a little bit sloppy, I would still think that it was going to be really good. Mm. and. I actually came out on top. Um, when I originally went to go and see it, um, I saw it and I was like, you know what? It's 14 years to make this movie. Um, Brad Bird had originally, or uh, Dave Bird, I'm sorry, the director had originally said that he wasn't even going to make a second movie unless it was as good or better than the first one. Wow. And uh, it's like you said at the the end of the first one, the Underminer, who is the new villain at the beginning, mm-hmm. he, uh, he comes in at the beginning of the second one as well. The second movie only takes place about, Honestly, three to five minutes after the first one. Okay, so they're trying to continue what they left Correct. off on,
0: like, exact same scene and everything. Yep, exactly, That's right, pretty cool. right from
2: there in the parking
0: lot. That's pretty cool. See, like, eventually that allows you to, as a director, maybe make a full-length, like, movie where it becomes, like, both parts into one. You know, like they did with The Godfather and all that. Where right. They, you know, cut it up a little bit differently, but that'd be kind of cool to see.
1: Well, now, are you a fan of sequels? A lot of of times they create a really great movie, the first one, and then the next two, three, four, five, six are awful. It
0: depends on it. I mean, Pixar does a great job. I mean, Pixar and any... Toy Story was strong. Toy Story 2 was good. Toy Story 3 was very good. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other ones Pixar-wise. So Monsters Monsters University was fantastic. Finding Nemo, Finding Dory. Yeah, I didn't love Finding Dory. It was good, but it wasn't as good. See, there's certain things. I think you have to give some sequels a shot, though, because number one they're obviously needed, need to be made because you're going to make tons of money off them. I think what's
1: cool about Pixar is all of the hidden
0: Easter eggs they have yeah.
1: in their movies from all the other movies. Like you see in Boo's Room and in Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. that there's a little Woody, uh, the Finding Nemo fish. Yeah, And you see some of those instances related in the other Pixar movies as well. I think that's kind of neat that they do that.
0: And Connor's going to have some fun facts for us that he's, he's kind of researched too. But first, I want to hear the summary on this. So, Connor, it's going to be tough. But without giving anything away, uh, give us kind of a summary of of this of this movie, Incredibles two.
2: Well, so you return back uh, back to the family of the Incredibles. So you've got Craig T. Nelson who uh, reprises his role as Bob Parr, or also known as Mister Incredible. Uh, Holly Hunter is back as Helen Parr, Elastigirl. Mm-hmm. and of course everyone's favorite Samuel L. Jackson as Lucius Best. Everybody, where's absolutely my super loves suit? It. Everybody is absolutely in love with Frozone, and he doesn't disappoint. He does bring in a few extra laughs, which, of course, that's what we're looking for from an actor like that. But Mm -hmm. um, as I said to you before, it takes place about three to five minutes, maybe say ten, however you want to say, just almost immediately after The Underminer has come out of the ground from Dash's track meet, Mm -hmm. and that's where your story takes place. So in the first movie, Bob Parr, Mr. Incredible, was... I would call I would call him the main character, if you will. He was kind of the focused attention on that first movie. Yeah, story well, was definitely
0: about him, correct. Like mainly like from where he was the top superhero, then became like kind of overweight a little bit and kind of lost it a little bit. You know what I mean? Stuff
2: like that, right? Correct. Um, and and this movie actually they kind of take a turn and Elastigirl is actually the main character in this movie, and she is recruited by a company called DevTech, which is run by two siblings. And you know, um, from the first one, they banned uh, superheroes, so they weren't allowed to do any superhero work and it was the term was called illegal. so they weren't allowed to save anybody. they weren't allowed to interact with police or stop any any robberies, chases, whatever it may be. But in the eyes of this new company Devtech, they have a new idea for the supers where they want to bring out um, Mrs. Incredible to have her, um, well not Mrs. incredible I'm sorry. Uh girl to have her come out and take care of some crime while wearing a almost like a camera in her new suit that they had designed for her to show that look um you know everything everything's okay with supers you know there's no reason to want to ban them or to get rid of them necessarily and uh it kind of just follows her um being the best that she can be as a superhero, as a standalone without her husband and without her children that also have superpowers as well. So they and don't help
0: her really. I mean, I'm probably at the end or something it all comes together, but it's right. all about her doing this by herself.
2: Correct. That's She She is the main focus of the film, while on the other hand, Bob, Mr. Incredible, is the one staying at home with the kids, and you kind of get to see how he interacts with them while she's out saving the world. They almost just switch roles for so is movie. So it,
0: is it a flashback to where, you know, okay, so for instance, you know, Incredibles 1, they started where they were both younger kind of, and then they met when they were top of their game, and then it was focused on Bob present time. Is it like her after they fight the Underminer, or is it like they go back in time and show her by herself? You know what I'm saying? Like the time when he's with the kids in the first one,
2: it's the other side of the
0: story being told in the past. Is that Am I right?
2: It's all a consistent timeline from when the Underminer event happens from the end of the first one starting into the second one. It only goes... Forward, one from there. forward from okay, there. Okay, yes. so there's
0: no flashbacks. Okay, Correct. so it's
2: just it shows her by herself even after that fight
0: or whatever happens goes on.
2: Right. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Yes, there is a conclusion to uh, what all happens with the Underminer, but I won't get into that much right now. Um, but there are a couple of uh, different new villains that are brought in as well. They've got a new villain called the Screenslaver, which uh, he, I guess he technically takes over TVs, monitors, phones, all stuff like that and he's pretty much just brainwashing you and manipulating you. If you're able to get a screen in front of you, he can control pretty much anything that you do.
0: Hmm. Nick, you got any questions for Connor? I was trying to give you my mic.
1: I'm running social media here. Oh,
0: sorry, go ahead. I'm taking care of social media. Okay. So now. Okay, no No questions. I, right. well, I don't want to be spoiled by the movie. Oh, I don't want to. He did a good job, he though. There was no spoilers there, were, there. There
1: was no spoilers there, which is great. Now I can go watch it. You and me, we can go on a date. And, and Don't call it a date. We can, but ho- we can hold hands.
0: Nah, not about it. We can share popcorn. What are your expectations for this movie? I think... Did you, I, were you being Incredibles guy? Like when you were a kid, did you really like that movie a lot? Or were you just kind of like, eh, it, it, it was, was okay? It,
1: it was all right. It wasn't one of my favorite uh, Pixar movies. I Like I said, I was more of a fan of Toy Story, Finding Nemo, mm-hmm. some of those ones. I think as a sequel, it might be a little disappointing for me.
0: Yeah, I got to
1: am see it. I'm going to watch the first one and then right after it, go watch the second one and then we'll kind of see where
0: we're at well i kind of want to hear what connor has to say too which we'll get to a score in a second but you mentioned some fun facts as as nick was mentioning too. pixar a lot of the time will hide certain easter eggs or have references to things that maybe kids don't understand but adults understand connor what are some fun facts that uh, we can expect
2: well, a couple of things that I uh I would actually kind of paid attention to this as well, but the the Incredibles too, honestly, out of any other Pixar movie that's been made, it seemed to be pretty long, which it actually runs about an hour and 58 minutes, which, oh, which wow. is the longest Pixar film to date. But the entire time you're not sitting there checking your phone, seeing what time it is. You are you are zoned in the entire time that you're watching yeah. it and you just want more to happen, more to happen and it it does deliver. I will say that um originally whenever I had saw it I I was thinking just moving along to the score just because I was it was on the top of my head but I originally had left the theater I was really happy with it and I I was thinking to myself well I'm probably gonna go ahead and give this a 7 out of 10 probably deserved maybe a little bit more but I was like that's it's a solid movie but it almost took me uh, about a week or so which is when I saw it last but I'd really thought about it and I thought about how they wrote in the new characters and wrote in the new story and everything and I was like you know what Honestly, after 14 years of it being in production or, you know, sitting on the shelf with uh, with it not going into production immediately after the first one, it, it's an incredible follow-up. I, I think it's actually probably one of the better sequels from any animated movie that I've seen in a long while. Like, wow. obviously, and I'd arguably say, too, a lot of people might, you know, give me a little bit of backlash about this, but I, I believe Shrek 2 was better than the first one. I like Shrek
0: 2 a lot. I, I agree with that. Toy Story 2, to me, wasn't better, but it was very good. And I know you're a tough critic, for real. I mean, like, because we've been talking about movies since we were kids, and especially on Pixar movies, you know, that's that's big for you to say that the second Incredibles is as good.
2: Is it as good as the first one? Do you still rank one higher? I, I definitely, if I had to give it a rank two, because there, there's really no Pixar movies that are out there that I was like, man, I just really didn't enjoy that. I mean, if I had to choose no, it's hard to do that. There's so right. many good ones. And, and, I mean, if I had to choose one where I was like, ah, I don't really know, which it was still even good, was I'd probably have to say WALL-E. I probably I only did, saw it once or I don't think twice. I even and, saw it all the way through. I got yeah. I, I wasn't a fan it of it. Just, really. It wasn't for me. But even at that, the the visuals in that movie were absolutely outstanding. The story was really cool, and it, it did grasp a lot of uh, a lot of attention from viewers that saw it. So are you
0: given uh, you said seven out of ten, and you kind of were saying you might have changed it. What's yeah, your final score? Well,
2: so for the first one, even from the first day I saw it until now, I'd still give it a nine out of ten. I loved the first Incredibles. I've seen it. I'm sure hundreds of times, and it's like you were talking about earlier, if you see the first movie before you see the sequel, I had actually done the opposite. I saw the second one, and then when I went home I went back and watched the next night, one. I went ahead and watched the first one, which uh, I hadn't seen the first one in a long while, so I was really glad to go back and kind of refresh myself on the first one, but uh, so I had given the second one a 7 out of 10 mm-hmm. when I had first walked out of the theater, and then when I had thought about it during the week... and. Everything that uh, the director, that Dave Bird, and that all the actors had, you know, waited off for a long while to come back and uh, make another movie. But I, I decided to go ahead and bump it up to an 8 out of 10. Um, I just, I, I think for having a movie on the shelf for that long and being able to come back as strong as they did you just don't ever see that happen there's been so many other movies out there that have been made where maybe the first one was in the early 90s and then 2010 that came out with a sequel like you know all of us love the very first dumb and dumber movie that came out and everyone heard about the second one weren't really sure about it and to be honest i thought the second one was really funny but it was just kind of one of those movies where you're not really sure it was if you also need forced sequel.
0: they just wanted to force one to make money right. which it in my opinion anchorman 2 was one of the worst sequels I've ever seen to the point where I didn't watch the whole movie because someone said, Don't watch the whole thing, it's going to ruin it for you. I watched about 20 minutes of it. I go, Yeah, if I watch any more of this, I'm going to it's going to kill the actual great movie of Anchorman for me. So, yeah, I agree with that. 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb. So, that's that's pretty on. Eight out of 10 is pretty good, is what the public's saying. So, uh, Connor, do you have any more fun facts or Easter eggs that maybe you found out? About you Incredibles, know, too.
2: I, I haven't, I didn't find any Easter eggs. Um, I, I was reading an article about how apparently Mickey Mouse makes an appearance a time or two in the second Incredibles, which I've only seen it once, so I didn't really get a chance to look. I was more focused on the story, but I'll probably go back another three or four more times, probably to go watch and, uh, see if I can pick out Easter eggs and whatnot. But, um, as far as other fun facts go, like I said, it's, uh, it's almost a two hour Pixar movie, which is the longest one that they've had. And, um, it's Pixar's 20th feature film, which, I mean, that's a pretty big milestone, being able to put 20 animated movies out like that. Hell yeah. Um, also, the opening weekend, it just in the U.S. alone, it had grossed $180 million, which has been the most ever for any animated movie on an opening weekend. Wow. And I thought that was absolutely incredible. Ha! <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I get it, because it's incredible? No pun intended. Yes. <laughs> Nick. Uh, bad joke,
0: bad joke. I-, I thought it was a good one. Bad joke. Now, he didn't mean to. I just had to point it out. It was good stuff. What are your thoughts on – Bad uh, joke on your part like, okay. by
1: pointing that out. I don't think he meant to do it. He's well, great.
0: I, he is great. You're I, average. I, I'm average. I can point out just the best things. He, he might have thrown it in there like, I wonder if these, these guys will kind of pick that one out or not. And I did because I'm so good. There you go. Yeah, I understand it. But uh, that's Connor for uh, F- Friday Flicks. Let's give him a little round of applause again. Great job. Now, Connor's going to be around more, and even
2: next week is what we're planning. You have another one coming. Yeah, what's on the docket? Uh, Next week, well, actually, I'll be talking about it next week, um, but coming out this Thursday night is going to be Jurassic World 2, which I am very excited for. I am in love with Chris Pratt. I've probably seen literally everything that he's done, all the way down from Andy Dwyer to Parks and Rec to him being um, in the movie Wanted and Moneyball and also as well just the Jurassic World films he is he's by far one of my favorite actors he's a great guy he does a lot of donation stuff with charity and you know he's a he's a man of the Lord he loves God and he's just an all-around great guy but I will be I will be very happy very anxious to see this movie and to write a review on it um and one of the really cool things that I had uh what I had read about before um I wanted to go and see it was I, I wanted to see how it differed from the first jurassic world and how it differed from the original trilogy which when you get down to it each one is th- they are vastly different i mean obviously there's dinosaurs that just eat people and try to you know take over the world and mm-hmm. become top dog again but um for what i've been told with this second jurassic world is it was almost rated r they were able to cut out enough stuff for it to be pg-13 but um I was told that this movie is not supposed to be for children. They really wanted to go for a very scary angle on it and kind of make it more of a horror movie, which I think with that tone being set that um, I'm glad that it's not gonna be a corny follow up and it's gonna be something that's very suspenseful and hopefully I'll be on the edge of my seat the entire time.
0: See, like I'm a scaredy cat. Like I got scared of like the first one of the dinosaur popping out, so if they're making it scarier than that, I'm gonna be it's gonna be rough, Nick.
1: I think we shouldn't do a video and take you around a haunted
0: house. That'd be great. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It'd yeah, be terrible.
1: Yeah, it's going to happen. No,
0: not a fan of it. Preview
1: Halloween right around the corner.
0: So, again, uh, you can follow Connor at Connor Tate, correct, just on Twitter, yeah. at Connor Tate. Mm-hmm. Follow him on Twitter. He's going to put out some reviews. He'll also put out some tweets and stuff, kind of maybe the newest movies coming out and kind of giving his scores on it. But we're going to do this every single week. So, Connor, thanks for coming in, brother. Excited to have you here. And, uh, again, just, just keep bringing the heat. Keep bringing the heat. Best movie reviews in town right that's, here at Balcony right. Brews Pod. Brews on the Balcony. Good good stuff. All right, Nick. So the last thing we have is you, you call it the best segment. The best segment. Uh, it's called Think Quick, Nick. So anybody out there, Think if you're a new quick. listener, we give Nick a topic. It's usually a generic topic where he, can, he has multiple answers. He gets 30 seconds to answer as many as he possibly can. So, okay. for instance, we've had NBA teams. We had U.S. presidents. We've had U.S. states. I destroyed you in that. I had like yeah. forty three out of well, fifty. Well,
1: you we like pre you prepared though. You knew, I didn't prepare you, at all. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I did you, song in preschool. How's it prepared?
0: in preschool? Yeah, it, in, in preschool? yeah that, preschool. You learned that song in preschool. Seriously, I swear. I did in preschool, and I did in sixth grade. Yeah, you learned the United States song in
1: preschool. Correct. That's impressive. I know maybe it's
0: kindergarten. Either way, is like
1: it's still impressive. I thought it was like fifth grade.
0: It was both. We I, got a refresher I, yeah, course. Yeah, I don't think. But I haven't since middle school. No, I'm
1: trying to think. We definitely. I don't even think we did history stuff in definitely not in preschool preschool you're just like building blocks and
0: no kindergarten like, we, we walked in and fingers. they said all right so you need to write one through 100 every day and this is what you got to do too you got to name every u.s president and now that seems impossible like we tried to do it the other in, day can, where did you go to kindergarten at oh columbia or no parkview elementary shout out me and connor no B- big deal park
1: Parkview Elementary
0: Park really, Elementary. really
1: like laying down the law. Like, I'm telling you, like, all right, walk in. We're gonna learn the Pythagorean theorem. Can't tie your shoes yet, but
0: yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna learn how but, to do proofs. But
1: damn it, you're gonna know every president of the United States. Yeah,
0: that's it. And we we were good too. When I was that? like five years old, I could name all the presidents. Now I couldn't name more than ten.
1: I was learning Spanish in kindergarten.
0: Like, or yeah, yeah, habla español por See? favor.
1: See, <laughs> I can't. Didn't say I could
0: speak it well. Cerveza. That's all, that's that's, all you got to say. That's beer. Yes. Uh,
1: y, 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 yo, Cerveza, por favor, yo, baño. Yo y tú hablamos en uh, un, un apartamento. Uh, on,
0: what? A part? We, talk, no, we no, both talk no, in a part. That's what you just we're said. We're
1: talking in an apartment is what I said. All right. Y y that's that, all right, that's, we need to move on. Think so quick, we'll, Nick. We'll, we'll learn some Spanish while
0: We'll do a whole show in Spanish. We'll do, be a whole, do a whole show in Spanish. It'll be three minutes I long.
1: Get, I can get our friends uh, Benji Molina and uh, Polo Asensio, the guys, the two guys that do the uh, great Spanish broadcast for the Cardinals on.
0: That's fine. They can run the whole show. And they will just and me talk will just the be, entire time and see, we'll, see. Si, si, we'll hola. We'll bring si, in uh, cerveza. <laughs> we are not bilingual doing.
1: here on Bruising the Balcony yeah. podcast.
0: So think quick, Nick. Are you ready for your category? Yes. Okay. So your category today, I think this Could is going to this is going to stump you because I, and now whenever I say that I usually do well. True. But this is one where I need a comeback
1: though. I'm I've been struggling I'll lately. give you a comeback
0: after this one because I already right. I already thought of this one. Okay. This is a tougher one because it doesn't come to the brain as quick as you might want it to. Maybe I'm totally wrong on this, but I think you're going to struggle. Okay. You ready to go? <coughs> your category today is NHL hockey teams. Go.
1: Alright, Ducks, Blues, Blackhawks, Stars, Predators, Maple Leafs, Oilers, Jets, Panthers, uh, Sharks, uh, Islanders, Rangers, Bruins, Capitals, Vegas Golden Knights, uh, Avalanche, um, No Carolina Hurricanes no hurricanes
0: yeah yeah Hurricane i got 17 Thursday. there that's not bad 17 get my counting skills i kind of trail off sometimes yeah but i think you got 17
1: oh, i missed uh what did i missed miss minnesota
0: let's see you want to go through all of them that'd be fun
1: how many teams are 30
0: i don't know nick how many are there
1: i think there's 30
0: yes i believe they're 30
1: 30 so i got 17 over half i'll take it it's pretty
0: good yeah, That's not bad. Not
1: as good as MLB. That's but, better
0: than I would have done. I would have paused big time. Trying to think of because I, I would have no str- like status on that. I'm bad at knowing like the divisions. I really don't. like I know it's Blues, Blackhawks, Predators, and then Winnipeg's is Winnipeg in our division? See, I don't even know. Yes, they are. Okay, Jets. So then, other than that, I'd be like all over the board. I mean, I'd probably go so New I'm, York. I'm,
1: I'm still sick. Like, I still haven't thought of another one. New York besides, Rangers, besides Islanders,
0: uh, Bruins. I, you know what I was thinking was Atlanta Thrashers. That's how.
1: Oh, that's the other one. But I got Hurricanes, so I'll, I'll take that.
0: Well, Atlanta Thrashers isn't a team anymore.
1: No, I know they're the Jets. But when right. I when I said
0: Hurricanes,
1: oh. I was thinking Hurricanes were now the Jets. But
0: oh, I get you. Yeah, yeah, you thought you changed.
1: I'm still trying to think of. I definitely missed more out west.
0: Uh, you say the Minnesota Wild? Um, didn't get the Wild. You said the Stars, Golden Knights, Ducks, Sharks, Kings, Flames. Probably flames, didn't, say. didn't get Flames. Orlers, I was trying to think of
1: those more of Canucks. North. The Jets,
0: y- the Yotes, Arizona, not Phoenix. Uh, Lightning. Don't call them the Yotes. Maple Leafs. That was
1: disgust. Never
0: again say the Yotes. You, you've been pissed off about that. A lot, was the uh, that's an
1: abomination. You know a lot
0: of people call them the Yotes, right? Do they
1: really? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, I didn't know that. No, that's so gross. I'm a big though. hockey guy, I, huh? I'd- I am a big hockey guy. Right. Not really. I'm a medium they
0: hockey go guy. Yo- I think it's like a hashtag, Go Yotes.
1: Go Yotes. That's I don't like that. Right. Not, not a fan. Florida okay.
0: Panthers, I guarantee you didn't say. No, I said Panthers. Canadians, Senators, Canadians, Sabres, Red say, Wings. Nope, 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 nope. Caps, Penguins, Flyers, Blue Jackets, Devils, oh, Hurricanes. Oh, Penguins. How did I get the fucking Penguins? Islanders, Rangers. That was bad. By the way, we're wrong. There's 32 teams. No.
1: Yes. Well, there's got to be an even amount.
0: Thirty-one. It's thirty-one, isn't it? Because they added Vegas. Because they added
1: Vegas, so it wasn't even, and now it's. Uh... And now it's thirty-one. Now it's thirty-one. I was going to okay. say okay. something okay. was off there. But I did get Vegas, and I did get Washington Capitals, yeah. and I did get Blues and Blackhawks. So you you got the majority, base, of them. and I got most of the Blues division, with the exception of no, I got the Blues whole division. I didn't miss anything. Yeah.
0: Good job, Nick. So I'm proud of you.
1: That was that was okay. I could have done better.
0: Wasn't bad. If you, t- if you want any more more topics, if you have – if this is how you speak English. If you have any more topics, that's how you say the sentence, you can tweet me at TJWeber underscore, or you can email me TJWeber at tapsports.com. If you say Nick's going to be stumped, he's probably not going to name better, one. Probably but you can't be like, all right, the cricket team from England. You know, you can't say something like that because yeah, then Nick's would, not going
1: to get that. Yeah, would not get any of those. Yeah. Would not get any of those. They should probably email you, though, because I do follow you on Twitter. Unfortunately, you're not a very
0: good Twitter. Well, just don't but- look. Yeah. You don't read my tweets anyway, Nick. That'll do it for a great week once again. Excellent week. Wrapping it up uh, again. Go check out Cardinals Nation twenty four seven podcast. Appreciate their support and all of you out there as well. And if you're interested in getting involved in the podcast game, we're gonna have a gr- big announcement on another podcast coming our way on from the TapSports They're gonna be coming in and probably doing, I guess, one to two shows a week. We yeah. do three because we're just just those extra effort guys. You know, we just stay. You know, we come in early, No, it's just because we talk too long. Yeah, we talk and so too So we don't want to
1: make one episode like two hours long.
0: Correct. But anyway. Because people don't want to listen to that. So right. we break it up, more kay. content. Well, we're going to be adding another podcast, and he'll be uh, another Mizzou guy. And he's got a pretty good following already. So we're That's excited right. about that. Yep. But if you have a podcast out there, you're looking for a home, TJ Weber from the tapsports.com, email me, and uh, even shoot us a tweet. Show us your stuff. And if we like it, we'll add you. All right, guys, that'll do it. For I'll Nick, I'm TJ. See you next time. Peace. Broads on balcony.